When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Now, huge news dropping yesterday. Now, it, it dropped over the 48-hour period, but it all got confirmed yesterday. Reese Walsh has signed with the Brisbane Broncos. He will join them in 2023. Mm. Now, the reason why it was so controversial was because obviously Reese Walsh still had a... Well, he had two years to run at the Warriors. The second year, so 2024, was a player option in his favour. So 2023, he was still contracted. Now, a couple of months ago, there was a lot of speculation about Reese Walsh potentially going to the Dolphins. Reese Walsh came out and he said, no, I'm committed to go back to New Zealand and play for the Warriors. Now, then he has come out now, and uh, circumstances have changed. The Warriors CEO has come out and said that in the last two months, circumstances have changed for Reese Walsh, mm-hmm. and that is why he can no longer come to New Zealand. The head of football came out and said that Reese Walsh has had a relationship breakdown and that basically his daughter will be in Australia and he doesn't want to leave his daughter. Yep. Uh, so that is the reason why some may be a bit surprised. Well, how come two months ago Reese was, you know, keen to come back, and how come now he he wants to stay in Brisbane? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, again, this is the head of football's words, not mine, but it was a relationship breakdown, and yep. he wants to see his daughter, um, which I think is a very reasonable thing. I can't expect any man would want to be away from his daughter if he didn't any, have to be. Any parent. Yep. Um, and so that is the reason for this all happening. Now, there's a lot of outside noise because the Redcliffe Dolphins offered him a substantial deal, but this hasn't been confirmed, but reports suggest the Warriors and the Redcliffe Dolphins have issues right now. Right. And reports are that the Warriors uh, basically said you cannot go, but if you are to be released, it cannot be to the Dolphins. Essentially, oh. has to be to the Broncos. Okay. Um, now, I'm not sure exactly what the bad blood is. Now, there is the former uh, head of recruitment was at the Warriors. Now he went to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So there could be a connection there. Maybe Peter the, O'Sullivan. Peter O'Sullivan. Now, maybe the Warriors are a bit uh, frustrated that their, their head of recruitment went to another club and then was re- trying to recruit their star player to that club. Again, I don't have any uh, facts behind that. That's all pure speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... Reese Walsh signs a deal. Now, the estimated amounts are around 400k a year. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there were some floating around it was a million a season. I think that people have misread that. A million think, a season. Yeah, which is insanity. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I no, think dis- no, no disrespect to Reese there at all. No way. But... I mean, he'll get there eventually. He's yep. just not there yet. Mm. Uh, now, signs with the, the, the Broncos. First of all, thoughts on the Reese Walsh being released from the Warriors, Smithy? Yeah, well, if, if it's on those. Um... Um, you know, family reasons or compassionate grounds, then that's yeah, you know, that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, you know, as you just mentioned, Kempi, you you, you can you cannot question any parent's desire to be where their child is or their children are. Um, you know, and so if he's to stay or to stick with the Warriors, that means he has to move to a you know New Zealand. Mm. Um, 
and uh, you know spending a lot of time away from you know his child, then that's not a great place to be in. Mm. So um, yeah, I think that's that's more than fair enough, and it's great that the Warriors have been yeah. um, you know obliging in, in that situation, mm. and and fair enough too. Like you know, like everyone's got their own situation, and mm. understanding that if if Reese was to stay, um, he certainly wouldn't be in. A great frame of mind. Yeah, yeah, and he, and, he, and he more than likely wouldn't be playing his his best football um, mm. for the club if if that was the situation he was in. He was separated from his child. Um, so you know that that's that's it's for me that's um, that's that's great by the Warriors to do that, and um, you know it's a fair decision by Reese himself. Mm. Um, but for, from the Broncos' point of view, that's a great pickup. Mm. And for four hundred thousand too, I think that's that's a that's a pretty good buy. Yeah, if that's if it's accurate that it's uh, yeah, around it's accurate, the that, yeah. that number. Yep, for sure. Uh, I, I totally agree. I think that the I actually think the Broncos. Let's say Reese was just on the open market mm-hmm. and he was going to get his market value. I actually think the Broncos would probably say, "Look, we just can't afford you, and, and we yeah. have Selwyn Cobo that's probably going to develop into a fullback." I think the Broncos have looked at it and gone, "Wow, what an opportunity to get a guy for yeah. below market value." And if it, and if it, and if, as you said, mate, if that if that price is accurate and they've got him for four hundred, then yeah, they've got they've got a pretty good buy. Oh, they've got a really mate. good buy, mm. um, which which is great and. Um, Interesting to see what happens there, though, because he goes straight to fullback. You think? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, the Broncos. They. It seemed like they were grooming uh, Cobo to become that fullback. Mm. Whereas Reese Walsh comes in, I can't see him. Like Ezra Mam has been outstanding. Adam mm. Reynolds obviously isn't moving. Mm. So, do you think that the Broncos are going to keep Cobo on the wing for another couple of years, and then maybe move Reese to six eventually? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's a possibility because mm. if you look at the situation, that, like Adam Reynolds, they got Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Um. You know, when he's on the field, he's going to be playing. He's going to be seven. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think with the emergence, particularly of Ezra Mam, mm. you know, you know, so he's playing each week. He's getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a cu- couple of other options there um, as well to play in the halves. Mm. Um, so I think Reese Walsh will take the number one jersey, mm. and I think they'll just they'll leave Selwyn on ice for a little bit. Just mm. keep just get a few more games under his belt as yeah. a, as a as a winger. Doesn't need to be rushed, in my opinion. No, he, like he's a baby. Mm. He's such. He's just. He's just. He's still learning. Mm. Um, and and not just learning the game, like learning how to be a professional. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We. I see that every day with the Maroons. You know, there's mm. there's things that he needs to work on. But <laughs> every young man in his age, in his position, just mm. starting out, you know, they they need to learn how to be professional each day with, you know, their their timing with, you know. Being on time for meetings and all that sort of stuff. Not that, not that he's late. Yeah. But, you know, he just scrapes in. Well, put I, it... I, I shouldn't talk because yeah. I used to do that <laughs> like, <time>. a lot. <laughs> but well, I did it on purpose. Yeah. Just to stir Craig Bellamy up. <laughs> you're, you're actually there an hour earlier. You're just sitting in your car. Yeah, I would. <laughs> um, yeah, but just, just uh, like for, for the community listening, uh, when I was young, when, when the, when the uh, schedule said 8 o'clock, I thought, okay, if I walk in at 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm there. And what a, you got a, a lot of young fellas don't realise, and you learn it over the years, is when it says eight o'clock, it means you better be strapped, ready and rearing. Yes. So eight o'clock really means seven fifteen. And now look, you, yeah, you, yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, you do get your heroes, Corey Parker, that they're playing <laughs> some bizarre game where they're getting like two, three hours earlier, and they're like trying to outdo each other. Like, mate, I got here at four o'clock. Like, that's mad. They get like coffees at like three in the morning, rolling in. Mate, we don't train till literally two in the other. What are you doing here? Hmm. Um, but outside of that, uh, you, you do learn that, like, okay, 
if it says 8 o'clock, I need to be there at 7.30. I need to be fully strapped, fully stretched, everything ready to go. You're ready to start. 100%. On top of that, that that's, just, that's just the entry point of being a professional. Then the next step is, okay, if it says 8 o'clock, I should be here at 7 and I should be stretching from 7 to 7.30 by myself or doing extras or doing video. Mm. And so it, that's a natural thing for any teenage player to learn. That's right. Um, it's not just, you know, just one or two. Every teenager goes through it. Yeah. Um, so, Reese, where do you see the Broncos right now? Like, do you think that they have officially turned the corner as a club, or do you think we still have to make sure we keep everything tight, yeah. keep on the trajectory? It's a it's a working process, Kempi. Uh, it, it really is, and you've got to stay on top of things. If if they, they've certainly turned the corner from the last couple of seasons, oh my all God. right. So they found they found they found a way to to get some consistency about themselves, mm. um, and certainly you know having. Young Fords there, um, who have found a bit of you know continuity and st- stability within that group. And mm. I'm talking about guys like you know Flegler and and Paddy Carrigan, mm. um, Payne Haas now, who's been doing you know wonderful things for you know numerous seasons. But they're all starting to play a bit of footy together. Mm. Okay, so they're getting an understanding of each other, mm. um, and they're getting an understanding of how or what it looks like to be a consistent footballer. Mm. Okay, when you first start, you think, oh, you know, I had a Eight or a nine out of ten game, yeah. then you know I'm good for a month. 100%. No, 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 yeah. Yeah. no. You got to give us, you got to give us an yeah. eight or a nine every week. That's the Absolutely. expectation. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that that I think that's where the Broncos are at right now. Mm. But the easy thing is to get there. Mm. That's the easiest part. Yeah. The mm. hardest thing is to stay at that level. Yep. And maintain that standard of performance, mm. not just week on week, but year on year. Yeah. Which, which what a lot of the great Bronco sides have done in the past. Mm. Because, I mean, it's going to be so... The, the easy way, uh, the easy way, like uh, Ivan Henjak, the first rugby league uh, camp I ever went to, he said a great saying. He said, bad habits are like a good bet. Easy to get into, hard to get out of. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's a good... That's a great little saying there, yeah. great little saying. But, like, for example... That, this young Bronco side, they have every reason to pat themselves on the back at the end of this year and go, yeah, boys... We turned oh, it around. Absolutely. It's all good. Yep. Let's go away. Pre-season, yep. we won't be as dedicated. We won't be as hungry. Yep. The That's challenge. the easy thing. That's, That's the right. easy thing to do. And they've got every reason to do it. Everyone's patting them on the back. Oh, Paddy yep. Carrigan, you're the next this. And yep. Yep. Selwyn Cobbo, you're, you're incredible. But you need to come back with the same fire that you had in this off-season. And more. Exactly. 100%. And all the things you learn, all the standards you set for yourselves. Um so, look, I, I think the Broncos' future is looking fantastic. I, I think you can see a real process there now. I think that if you ever wanted to look at the direction of the club, you look at a guy like Paddy Carrigan that seems to be taking the club in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins, mm. another missed opportunity, another huge star. Mm. Is is Cam Munster going to ask for $2 million soon? <laughs> a year? <laughs> so, the way it's going, he could. Holy! He could. Who's on the market for them? No one. Literally no one. Everyone is getting locked up long term. Yep. Where, where do you... Like, they've got a good forward pack for sure. But are the Dolphins in a bit of strife or what do you, how do you feel? Um, well, you just... You can't help but think that the old coach, eh? The old Fox, He'll he's got something. something up his sleeve. Yep. He's always got a plan. He's always scheming. Yeah. Um, not coaching this year. He's been a little bit under the radar. He mm. sort of only pops up when there's sort of like a club announcement or a player signing announcement. Um... Yeah, you just don't know what they're sort of up to. They're, they're slowly sort of chipping away at, at building their squad and, mm. and putting something together, but they still, they're still yet to land a big dog. <clears throat> they're still yet to land just that 
that that key player, that marquee player mm. that I think they need, you know, to get their club going. And and I think I think Wayne, like I think he understands that it's not gonna be they're not gonna go out and win a premiership in their first season. If they do that, oh. remarkable. Oh my god. Yeah you know I mean? And and I think that'll be outside of anyone's expectation. Yeah. Absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me. Um so I think he's thinking a little bit more long-term, being a little bit more patient. And you've seen his comments around Cameron Munster. Mm. If we're unable to land him in 23, which I think is almost completely Yeah. Well, Cam came and said, no, not happening. And he, and he is, like, when, he's, when he come out and said that, I'll be at the Storm in 23. I'll mm. see you at my contract. Completely believe him. Mm. Um, but Wayne Bennett did say, if we don't get him in 23... We'll have him in 24. Wow. Wow. I mean, look, a crazy <laughs> confidence. It's confidence. Oh, it's confidence, yeah. Yeah, uh, why not? Like, he, he's been doing it for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, you know, so the, the date's getting closer where they can officially launch, like, an offer to him. Oh, wow. Like, November 1, I think it is. So. <laughs> he's in the box seat. Cam Munsey, he's the best. He's just landed Imagine in the him, perfect the mad dog. Time. Oh, the mad dog. The mad dog. He's just sitting there just like... Oh, yeah, they he's... don't call him mad dog money for no reason. <laughs> the money man. Hey, the money man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I think that if they land Cam Munster, I think it alleviates a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. But if they don't let land Cam, I think it could be a real concern. Oh, strife. I personally think the Dolphins should have had much longer than 12 months to build a roster. And I also think mm. the NRL should have given them some massive salary cap exemptions. Some exemptions. Yeah. yeah. Well, it happens in the AFL. Yeah. Like when the, when the, when the Gold Coast Suns and the um, Giants come in, GWS, mm. they, were given, they were given cap relief yep. and draft picks mm. to help them get up and get underway. Mm. Um, and they were – well, GWS have been – you know, over their their period of existence, have been a fair bit more successful than um, Gold Coast Suns. Mm. Um, but you know, that's that was the AFL saying, "Hey guys, we'll give you a little bit of a um, helping hand to get mm. going and be successful." We know how important it is to our competition. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't unless there's things happening behind the scenes, which I don't think there would be. Mm. If there was, you know, the other clubs would be blowing up. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> because I know playing at a club like Melbourne, I don't think there was any exemptions given down there yeah. to help a team down in a mm. an AFL, like a very foreign oh. rugby league town. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was any sort of help going on there. Mm. So, um, yeah. Look, it, it is what it is. Um, the, the one thing about if, if the, with Reddy... Uh, or sorry, the Dolphins, and if they're the, there to get Cameron Munster, it, it won't just improve their footy side. What it will do then is to say any sort of up-and-comers, mm. good ones, um, and even even a couple of established first graders will go, you know what, I might go up there because Cam yeah. Munster's there. Absolutely. I might Absolutely. go play beside him. Now, just back to the Warriors quickly, some great news. They get Charles Nickel Klukster. Now, mm. I actually think that, you know, with everything that happened with Reese. Chance is almost the next best thing. We know how good he can be. In the grand final, he was best on ground until he started cramping up with like 10 or 15 to go. Yep. And the good thing about Chance is that he is a Kiwi, so it means so much to him to pull that jersey on. Yeah. He's going to be there for the long the long haul because his family is from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can start building around a, a really good base. Now, just quickly with the New Zealand Warriors, is there? I just think that the NRL 
could help them. I know we spoke about helping the Dolphins, but I just think that there could be a way the NRL could try to incentivise young Kiwis to stay in New Zealand yep. and, and play for the Warriors. Because at the moment, all the best talent just gets taken um, across to Australia. Thought yeah. Smithy. Or rugby. Or rugby. Yeah. I think. Well, I think they tried to... I was reading a story, um, was it last week or the week before, that I think they tried to get a like they ha- or they did have the Warriors had like a um, like a development program um, starting up and, mm. and then COVID hit uh, okay. and it sort of just it it fizzled out yeah it fizzled out because mm. well one the club the team wasn't in yeah. New Zealand yeah um, and they couldn't have you know these sort of you know development programs running um, with you know COVID issues and gatherings and, and whatnot so it's just sort of fizzled out mm. um, and. I think we spoke about it on our show last week, maybe, or the week before, talking about just the presence of the team. Mm. Like the, the, they ha- they've had no presence in New Zealand for the last two years. Yeah. So I think that's that's going to you know rugby league's going to take a hit there because you know young boys and girls they can't they can't see their team playing live. Mm. They don't go out to the ground. They they can't go out and do junior football club you know, visits. Mm. Um, they they can't be in and around the community. Um, yeah, and as you said, incentivising you know, young boys and girls to pick up a rugby league footy and, and go and join up at a junior rugby league club. Yeah. Um, you know, when when you when you don't have you know sort of contact or you don't see um, your team, um, you know, face to face, you sort of it, it almost is forgotten about. And yeah. although it's on tally and, and you know, there's a lot of um, it's accessible now through you know. You know, tablets and digital stuff, and your mm. phones and, and whatnot. But mm. it's still not the same as seeing mm. um, those players in the flesh and blood. Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you, you think back to when you were a kid, mate, and, and you, and you know, like Darren Lockyer walked past you, or Gordon Tallis, or whoever it was that you you followed mm. as a team or as players. It, you just you walked away from it thinking, "Wow, just I'd love to be like them one day." Oh. I mean, yeah. I remember my, one of my first interactions with a first grader was the great Petro Sivanasiva. Yeah. And, he, you know, just speaking to him and Wayne, they were going, Wayne was like, look, pretty skinny, but we'll beef you up. You'll be all right. Mm. And I was around like 72 kilos and, and Petro said the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it is so important. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty more show. We've got Nicora re-signing. We've got a previewing of the round and Latrell Mitchell. We will be speaking to Latrell Mitchell later in the show. So stay tuned. See you on the other side. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.